Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on Shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Travis. I cannot... Ben is completely, like, done up for Halloween here, and he doesn't... I am not done up for Halloween. This is my face. You look like middle-aged teen wolf. Hey, I'll take it. Middle-aged wolf. You imagine how great middle-aged wolf would be in the middle-aged basketball games that he plays at the YMCA. But, He's incredible at the b-ball. But you're wearing the Colombian drug lord slippers, I'm the purple going- velour suit, <laughs> and you really have you have the Teen Wolf hair. Hey, buddy, like, I'll take it. If we saw a silhouette of you, it would it, we would guess Teen Wolf. Yes, indeed. If Teen Wolf ate Teen Wolf, it would be Ben Kissel. Of course, Teen Wolf did get the gal at the end. Uh, apparently women are into bestiality. At the end? I don't know. I don't I actually don't, remember the end of that movie. I don't think it's legal to have sex with him during a full moon. Technically, that is a felony. You cannot have sex with wolves, even if they are human, during the day. Right, ladies? All right. We have had a year. We have been talking about this election for more than a year. 16 months, Travis. We are just hours away from the American people making decision 2020, perhaps the biggest decision of their lives, at least according to every single television news outlet. This is really exciting. I voted yesterday. My first time voting in California. Cool guy. Thank you. Signed up, registered, did everything, filled out my ballots. Yes, on 22. Travis, don't tell me how you voted. I want to love you still. And also. Do not vote yes on 22. Vote yes on 22. Do always, not. always yes on Uber 22. Uber is buying laws. Uber, a lot, a lot people who drive for Uber love being able to do it at their own whim. Do not and try Uber to control the lives of people. $184 million dollars. For Ben Kissel to say that. Absolutely. Well, Uber could give me a little bit of that money. No, please support the Uber drivers. Yes, on 22. But that's not what we're here to talk about. No, on 22. No, yes, no. So, well, Ben is actually going to tell us who is going to win the election. Oh, is that what we're going to do today? We have no idea who's going to win this election. It's a toss-up. We're going to talk about some uh, celebrities who have endorsed Donald Trump, some celebrities who have endorsed Joe Biden. Who cele- Which celebrities are cooler? It's <laughs> not like 2016. It's really interesting to see which celebrities have come out of the woodwork I mean, and uh, endorsed Trump and or Biden. At the end of the day, 
that is all we can really talk about. We've informed everyone for 16 months. So if you don't know the issues at this point, <laughs> go back and listen in, listen to this entire uh, past 16-month election cycle series, and uh, I think you'll be informed. But what, I mean, there's very little else to say other than the fact that it looks like... We don't know. Don't even say it. Don't <laughs> even say it. All I know is I want Biden to win. That's who I, that's who I cast my vote for, okay? I'm just going to say that. Uh, I'm back. I voted Democrat here again. I haven't done that in a little while. Um, I just want my Tuesday party. I'm going over to Henry Zabrowski's house. I just want it to be fun. That's did you the just most name import- drop your own co-host of a podcast that I, you're on? I did. I just want people to know I have friends and they do invite me over. And that's a really big deal for me. I just want that party to go well. I know that I'm entering the home of someone uh, who would really like to see Joe Biden as president and would like to see Donald Trump lose. And I'm, I'm here for that. Yeah. So I am well, voting solely because I want my party to be fun on Tuesday. And if that's not the greatest motivation to vote, I don't know what is. You just don't. It, I mean, it really is. If you're having a party on Tuesday, you're like walking into a room and you don't know yet whether it is a birthday party or a funeral. You don't know yet. And it's the exact same thing as when you walk into the home of Chris Christie and you wonder, will he be dead or will he just be breathing <laughs> heavy I will on say, the couch? Just, just to back up a little we have bit, a Chris Christie video we have a Christie video, yeah. but we were both in New York on uh, 2020, 2016, 2016, rather. Yes. Of and course. it really was, I can't, it is one of those things that is like completely surreal and it's hard to describe because it was just such a weird day. Well, I was hanging out with my friend, Cena John, not to dream name drop another person who wow. works here at the you network. You know guys on podcasts? I know a lot of guys on podcasts. Of course, he's with the great podcast fraudsters. Check that out right here on the LPN network. A lot of people at that party worked for Hillary Clinton. Yes, uh, and when uh, and there were a lot of there were a lot of ladies. And when uh, Wisconsin went red, uh, the amount of open weeping was was really astounding. Yes, and uh, it could be described as a funeral of maybe a death of democracy, a death of freedom. Perhaps you could you could see it that way. And it was one of the saddest, strangest nights of my life. Then I woke up early the next day, had to go to work at News Corp. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's Fox News. Where they were celebrating. They were happier than pigs and crap. I walked to News Corp and this little troll of a man, about five foot one, came out and he was so ecstatic and he was wearing his little sweater vest like he was the younger version of Rick Santorum who maybe got laid less. And I was like, I have to resign. So I went in, I put my two weeks in, and I was like, I just can't be here during this whole thing. I also have money now. I'm good. I did this for the experience to learn the back room and the back, uh, the background dealings of how television news got made. I saw how the sausage was made, and it's absolutely fascinating. If you have a chance to produce television news, please take it because it will inform your decisions when you watch TV news uh, going forward in the future um, because you realize how it's all done live by omission all of that. I looked at the newspaper, it said New York, on the New York Post, it said President Trump, and I was like, I firmly believed that we were in another world. I thought we were going to wake up, and I was like, there's no way. 2020, it's here. I don't know if anything could ever compare to the stunning, uh, just the, the stinging pain of 2016, specifically for those people who had worked so hard for Hillary. So I think people are now much more, uh, scarred. They're much mm-hmm. more scabbed, and people are willing to acknowledge the idea that perhaps he could be reelected as opposed to the idea that he would be reelected at all, which is if you said it, you were like shunned. 
You were shunned by the media establishment. You were shunned by like the university establishment. There was a professor we were going to have on, but we weren't able to because we were traveling who said he predicted that Trump was going to win and his job was almost taken away. Like it was on the line and then he won and he was like, okay, I did. This is just an algorithm that I created. I don't care if Trump wins or not, or I'm not sure what his political opinion was. But this cycle, it does seem as if people are much more like ready for the worst, hoping for the best. And no matter what, everyone's getting hammered. Well, I mean, it's if except for you, Travis, you're going to have to deal with all of this sober, but you can have extra. Well, it's funny you say that I stopped drinking after the 2016 election. I know. And now you're also a full vegan. I'm I'm vegan. I'm sober. It really was a life changing moment to. to have my brain split in half, uh, and it was it was like a, a big bucket of cold water. Well, that for was real. A, that was actually a good outcome then because I didn't realize you know obviously you were you we all dabbling in the booze around here, but of course it got you uh, it nipped you in the bud there. Well, I was a sommelier. I I I had to you be, were a sommelier. I had to be drunk twenty four seven. But I, I mean, don't think that some psalms are actually very sober people. You have to be sober to know that like all the different. Uh, all the different flavors and all the different sort of, mm-hmm. I don't even know what they call them, like floral essence of wine. No. Don't you have to be sober for that? Uh, no, honestly, you could really babble your, it, it really is such a, a nonsense profession if you really want it to be, um, that yeah. I did not need to be sober. I could okay. be a functional alcoholic really? d- throughout my Psalm career. Good job. Buddy. I don't even remember most of it. <laughs> hey, that's perfect. <laughs> but uh, it was very strange though that that day because you get on a subway train and it's just women crying it was like it was a david crazy. lynch scene or something well my brother's husband don my brother-in-law he did compare it now of course take this with a grain of salt it is what it is just talking about the reactions of people he did compare it to after 9-11 right he was like the city new york city was in such a sh- form of shock and in such a strange like where the hell did this come from? How could this have happened? There were so many people just going through life in a daze. It really was the closest thing to a zombie apocalypse. It reminded me a little bit of like the day that Kobe died. I went to the bar and I'm like, why is everyone so sad in here? And then I looked up at the news and they're like, Kobe died. And I was like, damn, it reminded me like that. That was that vibe, but for like a month. And then people still... Even on his inauguration day in, uh, what was that, January of 2016, January 20th, or January uh, 2017, rather. Even on that day, people still, it was beginning to set in as a reality. It was a lot. And I don't think we're going to have that much pain in 2020. I I think people are more prepared. Yes. Um, I, mentally, I, but at the same time, I mean, uh, four it, more years, it'll be... Uh, it sounds Oof. hyperbolic to compare it to 9-11, but it really did feel like a jarring, like a seizing up of reality. Like I, I, I hadn't felt that like ripple in, in the space time well, continuum since like 9-11. That's a, and a, then, of course, you think about the death here and, you know, we don't uh, like to harp on COVID too much. It is what it is. It's a biological situation. And uh, wear your mask, sanitize and uh you know, we we I just really wish we didn't live in a world where it became so politicized because uh, COVID doesn't have a party, just like Jesus Christ. Well, I think with you know Halloween is like the Super Bowl of parties. Uh, so, and I really mm. think no more serving soup to the kids on Halloween for trick or treat because soup is a very dangerous. People are thing. going to risk spreading COVID because they want to hear like Monster Mash on a loop and like breathe 
mouth breathe on each other in, you a, live. in a small cramped studio apartment? That's not true. People wear masks on Halloween. It'll be all good. No COVID for Halloween. That's the ultimate treat. Is it not? Well, let's listen to this um, Chris Christie okay, cameo. So, so Chris, Chris Christie is on cameo. This is really the biggest news of the day here. Chris Christie is on cameo. How much is he going for? I think it's $300. $300 to have this bloviating bastard speak to you for under a minute. You could have Rob Blagojevich do it. He's on there too. A whole series Um, of felons. Rob Blagojevich, of course, the former governor of Chicago who sold uh, Barack Obama's Senate seat. It happens all the time. He made some enemies and he went away for a while. Mike Cooney is the... candidate for governor in Montana. He's the Democratic candidate. Of course, he's he wants to uh, he wants to succeed uh, Bullock, uh, the former governor, of course, there in Montana. So he is a Democrat. Chris Christie was requested to do a cameo. And Chris Christie in this video, you can't see it, but he's sitting in, in his New Jersey mansion in a chair uh, that is struggling, and he is wearing a bright orange University of Delaware shirt, which mm-hmm. perhaps a nod to Joe Biden if you want to get all QAnon with it here. And um, he is the definition of sounding fat. <laughs> yeah, well, you're about to hear what this man... Uh, you, you can you can really hear the undulating um, glands of his uh, throat in this, in this video. And just before we get to that, I do want to mention when it comes to 9-11... If you do look at uh, if you do look at the COVID deaths, you know we're at two hundred thousand plus. If Donald Trump didn't disband the task force that could have helped out with COVID, perhaps many less people would die. So that's why that comparison holds a little bit more weight. Yeah, than, I mean, the, the, uh, than in other situations, the estimate is he could have prevented about one hundred thirty deaths. Yeah, one hundred thirty thousand. One hundred thirty thousand deaths. Absolutely, um, but let's go to Chris Christie, so who got is... COVID, and um, <laughs> again, Travis and I both very uh, not upset, but just surprised. COVID wasn't able to take this guy out. It seemed like some low hanging fruit for it, but I really thought we were going to get something anyway. But here's the <laughs> here's here's Christie doing a cameo now. Should we should we explain the context here a little what, bit more? Somebody asked him. Someone paid this so this political prostitute to. They paid him three hundred dollars <laughs> yeah. to say words. This is this is a definition of why politicians are total scumbags and they will do anything for money. In this case, Chris Christie turned on his own party well, he for three hundred dollars. He didn't know because he's a moron. He 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 thought he was doing a special message for a random Greg. Just a random Greg. But it was great. Because you know how exciting it is. How sad is your life when for your birthday someone gifts you a message from this fat <laughs> asshole? How bad is your existence when this is a gift? Chris Christie, the man responsible for Bridgegate, a man who shut down a fully functioning toll road uh, because the political opponent or because a mayor of a town didn't support him. And he said, well, then you can't. No roads for you. Of course, those roads were used to get from New Jersey to New York, and one elderly woman did die. Chris Christie belongs behind bars for Bridgegate. Of course, he did allow many of his subordinates to take the fall for him because that is what leadership is. And you'd think he'd be pro toll with uh, toll house cookies. And, sure, yeah, but good so let's, pun. Let's I like listen that. to this yeah. um, cameo from uh, Chris Christie himself. Hi, this is former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. And- I have a special message today for you, Greg. Now, I understand you left Jersey some time ago for work, and that happens sometimes. But Jersey never quite leaves you, does it? Now, think about everything we got back here. We got Taylor Ham. We've got Bruce Springsteen. 
We've got John Bon Jovi. The boss hates you. We've got the Jersey Shore. Don't bring them up. We've got the boardwalks. We've got all that stuff back here that is waiting for you. But more than anything else, Mike and your whole family, they want you back here. So listen, we can do this the easy way or the hard way. You can come back voluntarily. Or maybe they'll send me out to get you. I don't think that's what you want, Greg. So get yourself back to Jersey quick. And let's have some Jersey fun and be Jersey strong. Get back here, Greg. We need you. He really, that's the sound of Chris Christie going to get this guy from Montana. He has gotten, he sounds like a if a pug could talk, because I talked about this on Side Stories, you know they shrunk him. Yeah. And they have all the excess skin now. Yeah. He sounds like he has a bunch of excess skin in his throat. Do you think that's a COVID thing? No, I think that's a Taylor Ham thing. <laughs> I, I think that, I, but he really, I mean, if you just picture Chris Christie standing next to Donald Trump, standing next to Rudy Giuliani, the, these people are like Dick Tracy villains. And so to see him, but, so this, this video, why is this video so silly? It's because Christie is unknowingly telling Greg Gianforte. Nailed it. Uh, the governor candidate, the Republican governor candidate for Montana. Um, to go back to New Jersey and to leave the race, essentially. He doesn't know that he's threatening to um, kidnap this candidate uh, for, for, for governor. Oh, but, it's like the movie Celtic Pride. But the thing, you don't have to think when you're whoring yourself out on Cameo. Cameo! You just let, you just let, the, uh, you just let your benefactors do the thinking for you. One could argue it's the problem that we have in our country, mixing celebrity with politicians and vice versa. All Chris Christie does is want to make a buck off of that wonderful name of his as he destroyed New Jersey and the New Jersey economy and, of course, led uh, to a massive amount of pain when he uh, refused to decriminalize marijuana, Mm -hmm. uh, despite the fact that a young girl was dying of cancer. And she said, this is the only thing that works. And he said, "I, I know what health is, and that is not healthy, as he was slamming down a whole series of different kind of jerks. Now, I, I think this is a good... And na- nothing wrong with people. This jerks. is a good-natured prank, in my book. By this, by political standards, absolutely wonderfully good-natured. Wonderfully good-natured. This is no, in no way like begging the Supreme Court to cheat. <laughs> like to No, that's to, what Trump does Trump on Twitter. Trump is doing that on Twitter. This is a good-natured prank. Um, so I, I, I fully support this. Christie, however, had a... His, uh, his opinion on it was that... The, Mike Cooney was essentially like belittling homeless people because he was because some of the cameo money is going to a charity called Center for Great Expectations, a New Jersey based substance abuse and mental health. Well, they center. still paid his ass. Yes, they still so paid him. Really... I, 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 I think more of this should be happening. I think wow, all, I can't... all politicians should be like George Clooney on any set of any movie. And he's doing pranks and he's he's having fun. He's just having fun out there. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. 
No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Absolutely. If politicians were like George Clooney... I think the world would be a better place. We're going to talk about celebrity endorsements just because it's fun. It's superficial. And again, we have been talking ad nauseum for the past year and a half about the issues. So I know our audience is informed. Well, speaking of a issue that was supposed to be bigger, the traction has sort of gotten uh, the tread on these tires has sort of balded a little bit when it comes to Hunter Biden. This was supposed to be the October surprise. I don't personally care what the son of wealthy people do. Um, As you can imagine, there's going to be some issues when it comes to people who grow up the son of senators. I understand that. Hunter Biden, of course, he has some issues. He had a bit of a drug habit and uh, the Ukrainian business stuff. It pales in comparison to how Eric and Donald Trump Jr. have benefited off of nepotism of their father. So I don't even care about it. But there has been some pictures released of Hunter Biden. You know how people love to watch him engage in sex acts. You know how the uh, the pious right just loves to watch people doing bad things so they can slowly get aroused and feel something in their loins. Hunter Biden in a new video, was seen engaging in sex acts. He's in a pool, or he's in a, a hot tub, rather, smoking a cigarette. Kind of cool, actually. And then there was a picture of him passed out that you can't even script. It was It's as if Nancy Reagan from 1983 came back and was like, what's the picture of drug use in America? It's a sleeping Hunter Biden with, with what looks to be a crack pipe hanging out of his mouth. I guess the crack wasn't that good. Perhaps it's also marijuana. This does not matter to me one bit. Of course, Hunter Biden was never really even supposed to be in the spotlight. Uh, they broke into his laptop. We talked about that story last week. Tucker Carlson, as a matter of fact, even dropped this story because it doesn't seem to have legs, uh, much like Chris Christie, as well, a matter of fact. It also didn't. Ca- I just I think it didn't capture the imagination the same way that the Hillary thing, the Hillary email well, thing, did. because Hillary was attached to the emails. As far as I'm concerned, this makes Joe look good. In a sense, everyone has a, so millions of people have a have a kid that went through drug abuse. Millions of people have children who were wayward and went off and did wrong things and came back. And of course, Hunter was never really supposed to be the main son. Supposed to be Bo. Bo died of brain cancer. And so the Hunter thing, it's like, yeah, I guess he was out there doing some bad ish stuff, some controversial stuff, some gray area legal stuff. What does this have to do with Joe and why do I care? How does this is Hunter Biden going to be like Jared Kushner to Donald Trump? I don't think so. He's not going to be in the administration. Obviously, he'll be close because he's the son of Joe, but it's not going to be the same fam. Like when you voted for Trump, he talked about and if you vote for him again in 2020, uh, we know this is a family run business for him. Right. Hunter Biden, Joe Biden has never said that Hunter is going to have a role. He's not going to be the national security device, uh, advisor. He's certainly not going to try to uh, create a peace deal between the Palestinians and the Israelis like freaking Jared Kushner failed to do. He's not 
So this really does not matter. It doesn't affect you. doesn't affect your pocketbook whatsoever. It doesn't affect your life whatsoever. And I think maybe that's why the scandal, air quote scandal, didn't have any legs because how does what does this matter to also, me as a voter? I don't care if his son's batshit crazy. Speaking of celebrity, it is interesting to see that Hunter Biden almost refuses to take the spotlight at all. Like he doesn't want he to has, be famous. He doesn't want any of this. Truly, he was not supposed to be here. I Bo think was the buffer. Some of this is the way that we treat celebrities. We want to punish them a little bit for wanting to be famous. You know, like with right. Hi- with Hillary, there was a chauvinistic, obviously, like big backlash towards her for like deigning to run for pre- like she, there there was actual animosity towards this person for wanting to be president. Well, she had wanted it for so long. Yeah, but she wanted it too much. There, perhaps. there is something like redeeming and a little bit charming, even now that I think about it, about Hunter Biden being pushed into the spotlight, but refusing the call, you know, like by saying, you know what? I just want to sleep and smoke crack. (laughs) He could have cheated on his wife and gotten a divorce and married Kim Guilfoyle or started dating Kim Guilfoyle, that ever changing swamp creature that Donald Trump Jr. is dating. Or he could have done what he does, which is literally just hang in the back and be like, I'm sorry, dad. I smoked a lot of crack back in the day. And this chick I was with took a bunch of pictures. Technically, they were pretty hot at the time. But now I understand they're a little embarrassing. Like when you look at porn, turn it off and look back on your phone, you're like, whoa, oh, my goodness. I did not expect to see a butthole. But when you're in the moment, isn't that the best thing you could see? Yeah, like how you were looking up uh, guys sucking their own dicks the other day on side stories. For research on side <laughs> yeah, stories, yeah, yes. Of um, well, and just lastly on this Hunter Biden thing, of course, Steve Bannon is the man who's promoting it. Yes, that's what I wanted to say. Don't forget Steve Bannon Steve was- Bannon is the one who's, he's putting all these videos and pictures out on a Chinese-run website. Yeah, which is very <laughs> ironic. And of course, uh, speaking of the Chinese, I know all the ads are Biden as friends with the Chinese. Don't forget that Steve Bannon was arrested on a yacht owned by a Chinese oligarch. It was a $28 million yacht. He was arrested for defrauding people uh, when it comes to them donating to build the wall. Yes, that's not how it works. Yes, those people are idiots. But you know what? That is also why they were perfect victims. Steve Bannon looking at some time behind bars. This man is not a trustworthy human being. And so the fact that Bannon has his grubby Cheeto Cartman-like fingers on this story should be a massive red flag to anyone trying to uh, decide how credible it is or not. But I do think if Hunter was like an Eric Trump or a Don Jr., if he was in the in front of the camera batting for Joe Biden, I think this story would it have... Would, it would have much more likes. It would, yes. it would be like... What kind of wine would you say would be as a sommelier? Because, you know, you talk about... I could, the, I could pair. Yeah, yeah, what do you want what, me to pair? What would you pair Hunter Biden's... Uh, what, what is this scandal in a wine bay? How many legs does this scandal have? Well, I would say this pairs with a Minthea. What the hell is a Minthea? Uh, so that's a Spanish red wine. Uh, grape. You did all this drunk, huh? Yes. So wow. I, I full-bodied, very soft. The, the tannins are quite smooth. <laughs> What's uh, a tannin? A lot of herbaceousness because of all the um, the herb that uh, that he is smoking. Um, it's quite heavy, like the the air of despair that lingers over you <laughs> the next morning after waking up in it with a meth hangover. Oh, that sucks. Um, I, I yeah, I, I think this kind of er- smoky, herbal, very rich Spanish red wine pairs perfectly with Hunter Biden's. Um, crack pipe. Uh huh. So yeah, again, it literally is just uh, him in a compromising video, allegedly engaging with sex with an with an unidentified woman while smoking crack. And quite honestly, 
Just sounds like he had a great night. Everything was consensual. Who gives a crap? Not a story that matters. And again, the fact that Steve Bannon is the one behind this would let you know that this is indeed uh, Honestly, much, the, much know, to do, do about the, nothing. Not the, to mention, how many times has Steve Bannon smoked crack? Like legitimately, <laughs> uh, he's. He, I could see him like rolling a piece of Taylor well, ham and smoking it. To that point, uh, Travis, when you talk about you know why isn't this getting much ground, it is also because Trump and Trump supporters. I met a lot of them. I haven't met too many sober ones, and I don't think that they see this as a big de- oh, as a big issue. And now it's sort of like, oh, Trump is approved. Like it's sort of obviously mirrors like I can't believe that Hunter Biden would smoke crack, but it's like, well, Donald Trump was paying off Stormy Daniels. And there's like, I know he didn't smoke crack, but he does a lot like, you know, the whole Epstein stuff. And like he liked to party. And I think it's safe to say that Eric and uh, and uh, Donald Trump if, Jr. also have dabbled in the past. If TikTok is any indication, Trump voters are 100 percent drunk, like because of the <laughs> there, there are so many misspellings in the captions I read on these TikToks. But uh I do think the Hunter story, like you were saying, it does speak to some kind of like redemption arc. It really does feel like a plot line in the NBC show. This is us. Like it really right. feels like um, just melodrama. And it's like something where you like root for the this guy actually maybe in some way. Well, absolutely. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about four key states here. Let's talk about Florida, North Carolina, Nevada. And Iowa, there's been more than 12 million ballots. Uh, They have been cast in those four states. Uh, Donald Trump has been out there. He's campaigning. I believe he has 14 campaign stops in these next three days. He's really out there talking to his supporters in Florida. Of course, Donald Trump in 2016 won Florida by just over one percentage point. Uh, In last week, voters under 30 have slightly increased their share of of Florida's early voting electorate from eight to 10%. So obviously we hear the cliche, young people tend to be supportive of Joe Biden more than Donald Trump. Will that 2% increase swing the state for Joe Biden? Again, we're talking about fine margins here. And interestingly enough, when we think about old folks, what do you think about? Waking up early. STDs. You think about STDs. They also have a lot of STDs. That's very true, Travis. But they also wake up very early, don't they? But when it comes to this, interestingly enough, in Florida, 65 and older, uh, 45% of the early votes were by seniors. And now that number is only 39% because of the increase um, by the younger voters. So Florida's early voting electric is slightly more diverse than it was was four years ago. Uh, Hispanics are also voting more. They're up from 14% to 16%. And black voters, uh, it was 12%, and now it's 13% when it comes to early voters. So who knows what that means? Democrats are currently ahead by around four points. Um, of course, about a week ago, that was nine points. So it's going to be extremely close in Florida. And if it does come down to the Supreme Court, as Travis mentioned, uh, Donald Trump is already petitioning the court to make sure that he has another four years in office. Young people in North Carolina, uh, they are continuing to vote in large numbers. Uh, Voters under 30 made up 11% of early voters, and now it is over 12%. So again, is that enough or is that not enough? We're going to see white voters account for the majority of ballots already cast at 72% in North Carolina, and 22% of those are uh, black voters. Uh, And that is basically identical to where, where it was four years ago. 
And of course, in Iowa, we have uh, young voters making up around 10% of the early vote. That's up three percentage points from this time four years ago. Uh, Voters 30 to 64 are up five points from 42%. Uh, to 47%. So there's a lot of people out there early voting. Nevada is showing similar increases, not too many, but again, in these really close states, is that going to be enough? Of course, assuming uh, that the enthusiasm with the youth is on Team Biden. Although again, that is up for debate, as we're seeing now with a lot of older people coming out and supporting Joe Biden, perhaps because they like that he's older than Trump. Isn't mm-hmm. that nice? Also, the COVID response, obviously COVID having a massive impact on that age group. People coming out and saying, I don't like the way that Donald Trump handled that. Uh, so, of course, they're going over to Biden in a really interesting turn of events. It looks like Joe Biden could win the senior vote by around 20 percentage points or 25 percentage points, which we which would be a massive flip from 2016 and really could deliver a state like Florida, a state like Iowa. Well, what is your uh, so, and what knows? is your gut? telling you do you think trump will lose florida what do you think florida is going to be interesting man because of course desantis was able to pull off uh, a victory there you know i really do think old people decide in florida we all know that that's where they go to retire because it's a beautiful place the villages the villages he's registered in florida he votes in florida now he's a florida resident does that make it his home state, even though he hasn't really like he's sort of split his time? He's a classic New Yorker splitting his time between Florida and uh, and New York. Um, man, my gut is it's jeez, uh, it's tough. Um, it won't but, be the it's not like the deciding state, it's, but it's but without for- Florida, it, Donald Trump has a really difficult path uh, to victory to get into 270, man. Uh, I am out of the prediction game. In 2016, I predicted (laughs) Hillary would win the Electoral College and Donald Trump would win uh, the popular vote. So obviously I got that 100% wrong, which almost makes it right in a weird way. Man, You know, the get out the vote effort in Florida, I know it's been extremely powerful Mm -hmm. when it comes to their ground game. Obviously, it's been a state that hasn't really closed, but we've seen an increase in COVID. Man, the Hispanic support. (laughs) The Hispanic support is a little bit more conservative out there. Yes. Obviously, they're extremely anti-Cuba. So, Ben, gut level reaction. Gut level. Gut. Gut level. What? My gut reaction when it comes to Florida is old folks show up as they always do to vote. And I do believe they vote for Biden. I think that the COVID response when it comes to Floridians has been really bad. If you look at the deaths, it's happening in senior care centers. It's happening mm-hmm. amongst the elderly. And we were talking about the data going uh, last week or the week before regarding the flip of older people who supported Trump in 2016, flipping over to Joe Biden. He is older. And I do believe that Biden can connect with them in a way that Donald Trump uh, they might. I don't know if old people care about his Twitter. I don't know exactly what they what, what um, lens they view Trump through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think that Biden has done a better job of relating to older people and talking about Social Security, these issues, uh, talking about pre-existing conditions, yeah. these issues that really affect people 65 and older. So bold Ben Kissel prediction. I believe that Joe Biden wins Florida extremely close. And with that, things look much more promising for him. I forward. predict but he I, pre- I predict Florida's tough though. I predict I, Trump know. wins Florida. All these like 
there's a lot of pockets of Florida we don't talk Gainesville. You we know? don't. We do not know what the actual numbers. All these polls are obviously like theoretical. I think there's a lot. There's a huge chunk of Trump voters who do not respond to pollsters. <laughs> these are people who do not talk well, to Trafalgar, the Trafalgar Institute. Trafalgar. Well, they're the ones who say that Trump is winning. And I was just reading an article talking about how Trumpers are still not. Uh, they don't want to uh, proclaim their love for him, but I. I see them everywhere. They were just all over California. I'm like, I don't know. They seem to be pretty loud to me. I think in Florida, we really are not clicked into the culture that is this old people world. Like the villages, they love him at the villages. And they love Trump at the villages. They love Trump at the villages. uh, And you, there is some, I've I've listened to some interviews with Trump voters in Florida where Mm. they're like, "Um, I'm, I'm a little waffling on Trump, but I can't come out as a non-Trump voter because I'll lose as a non-Trump voter as a Biden I cannot come out as a Biden supporter because I will lose so like that, all my social uh connections sure so the question and, is as we know Florida is a giant old people orgy you do yes, not want you do not want to be the guy in the corner getting you, cucked you're, out yurking it out oh, to a big tubin. pile of saggy skin oh driving in the center uh, of a lunchroom. It's like eyes wide shut, but if you really wished your eyes were closed. <laughs> like glued shut. Glue, eyes, eyes glued, glued shut. shut. No, my grandmother, when she was out in Florida at the retirement home, my God, she was trying to get with all the dudes and she would point, and I've said this before, she would point to like the wives and she'd be like, she doesn't have long left. I'm going to get with but her. I, but I do wonder. It's like, Jesus, grandma. I do wonder if there is a peer pressure effect. But when you go to the voting station, it's alone. It is, it is alone. a solemn isolated moment. Absolutely. You can make mistakes like yourself. Sometimes you can make mistakes even, Um, but you know what you voted and that's the most important thing. You know, the, you can make a lot of mistakes in a voting booth and I bet old people, (laughs) (laughs) I bet old people are the ones that make a little bit of a oopsie in their pants. They could, if they're in the voting, if, especially if they're lined up for too long, you got oopsies and mistakes happening down the road. Absolutely. So I am going to predict again. I said I would never do it, but we have to fill content, don't we? With the stats that I have seen yeah. on older folks supporting Biden, mm-hmm. Florida being the old state capital of the Gerstern country, I'm going to say Biden wins Florida, well, if, and that shows the path. If Trump wins, I need you to come into the studio with a giant. Novelty $12 check for me, just like a grandmother would would give you. I will do that. Thank you. That I will do, my friend. And now you're going to be secretly rooting for Trump in Florida. So you just made that. You <laughs> have just to, bet, my friend. I have to let the steam out somehow. I, I of course. So don't. you want to find one. So if Trump does win on Tuesday, you're like, well, at least I got that fake $12 check coming <laughs> yeah, from Ben. Big novelty size check from Ben. But of course, it'll look very uh, normal in your hands. You're fired. No, you're rehired. All right. Well, again, this election is going to be different than 2016. You look at what's happening in North Carolina, a state now that it is considered a toss-up state, leaning Republican, but mm. you never know. You look at Tom Tillis, Tom Tillis, Tom with a t- Tom with an H. I don't agree with it. He is down 10 percentage points to Cal Cunningham, uh, his opponent. So that is that could be an indicator of where North Carolina is going. So I don't know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We have 80 million plus early votes cast. Does that mean that we're going to see 
uh, 50% more voter turnout? Or does that mean people just that were going to vote on November 3rd decided to vote early? We don't know yet what the turnout's going to be. I predict it will be high uh, just with the early votes. And uh, if you can get out and vote now, I just voted this past week. Most states have early voting. Just get it done with and you're going to have a great time getting that sticker. I'm what you might call very good at hide and seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my super secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite. Ha, found you. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today all right and let's just do let you know what let's do something light oh okay. because we've been doing a lot of heavy stuff this entire 16 month talking about criminal justice reform talking about what's going on in american politics talking about how vile and toxic things are yeah but we don't talk a lot as celebrities we don't talk about celebrities too often so let's just go down the list well they're just like us they're just like us i've heard that they shop at walgreens they shop at cvs and they get their they they get zits too All right. Well, let's go through celebrity endorsements. Travis, who do you think has the better celebrity endorsements, Joe Biden or Donald Trump? I think it's safe to say Biden has more. But the question is quality, not quantity. Well, we were were talking about this. And, you know, some of Trump's endorsers. Lil Wayne and Lil Pump, both of the Lil's. Is Lil Pump alive? Lil Pump, Pump, I believe he's alive. It was on Instagram. Did he endorse shortly before dying? He's not dead. Maybe I'm thinking of another Lil... There's a lot of lils, but at um, some point they grow up, but they keep the well, name. I mean, it's the diff. When you look at the different supporters of each of the candidates, uh, it's the difference between like spending a night in with your, you know, mid mid thirties friends who work in offices, and you're gonna, you guys are gonna play settler, a little crazy though. Settlers of Catan yeah. with some um, sparkling cider um, versus doing um, like. Doing uh, donuts in a dune buggy in the desert while smoking meth. Now, I have to clarify here before we get into this. Donald Trump celebrity supporters, they're more fun. Yeah. I would rather go to a kegger with them. I would rather hang out with them and have a crazy ass time. Maybe uh, take a hit of something that I'm like, oh, this is a pretty strong weed joint. They're like, we dipped it in gasoline. Yeah. Like, wow, spend, this is a real party. Spend a weekend with Ted Nugent hunting a man. Sure. Yeah. Like surviving the game. However... When I think about government and what I want for my government, I don't want the party because parties are fun after a hard day of being good. Yeah. And after a hard day of doing diplomacy and a hard day of really figuring out how to make lives better for the American people, then you can have the kegger. Mm-hmm. You can't have the kegger at 8 a.m. while trying to figure out what's best for the American people. Well, you've certainly tried. I have done it and I will continue to do that. However, so I do want to I just want to point that out when it comes to having more fun. Let's be honest. I think it's Trump's party. Well, let's go through some of the Trump supporters. Okay. As we said, Lil Wayne, 
Yes. You imagine how fun that is. That's NyQuil and that's Cody and that's all he's drinking. I don't know if it's fun to be him or fun to be around him, or is it fun to even party with him? I'm not sure exactly what happens after you do a bunch of codeine and NyQuil. I feel like you either fall asleep or you take a liquid dump. I don't know you, what happens. You have a seizure, but when you get out of the seizure, you find out that you can play jazz guitar. See, and that's kind of fun. Yeah. We also have Brett Favre, favorite from the Green Bay Packers. He has supported Donald Trump. Now, this is hard because I would like to sit down with Favre. I would like to have fun. I'd like to have some beers. I'd like to talk about why his knees don't work and his brain's all bad. However, again, do I need that person? Uh, Do I need that vibe in the White House? I don't think so. Well, and let's, so Lil Wayne, 50 Cent. uh, Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Uh, Ice Cube, Ice Cube is not endorsing, but no. he is is he's being very amenable to meetings with. He's being very uh, conciliatory with the Trump team. Ice Cube is more indicative to how the Biden campaign does not know how to relate to people or get people on their side. Ice Cube said he would work with either party. Yeah, and apparently the Biden campaign said, "Oh well, we'll talk after the, after election. the election. Just talk to Ice Cube, have a meeting with the Cube." He's not going to be around that long if you think about how ice melts. Just let him in the door because he's a vocal advocate for the African-American community. And I say just be a little bit more Trumpian in the sense where it's like, come on in. Let's do a phone call. At the very least, give him something. That's why Ice Cube, he hasn't endorsed Donald Trump, but he's just like, well, they let me talk to him. And I really want to pass this initiative, uh, the new contract with Black America. So I guess I'm talking to him. But he would have talked to Biden as well. So that, that, in my personal opinion, is a fault fault on on Biden. Indicative of like Democrats in general, maybe taking for granted the African-American vote. Absolutely. Well, that's the problem, and that's the message that uh, the Democrats desperately need to have done away with, uh, and they could do away with that theory or with that with that idea if they just were a little bit more open to Mr. Cube. But you know who else Trump has on his side? John Taffer. John Taffer. Oh, my goodness. The man from Bar Rescue. The man from Bar Rescue, Woo! who he himself has trademarked his own catchphrase, which is, do you what? know it? Uh, this place isn't clean enough. Shut it down. Shut it. Oh, really? His he, trademark he is shut it down. The phrase shut it down. You know, I have to say that if Trump took that one, it would not be good for him. <laughs> no, no. Well, shut th- it down. Not good. So Trump, Trump was very eager to be on John, Ta- John Taffer's podcast. And he actually met John Taffer in person in a okay. hotel room in Las Vegas to do the podcast. And it was half an hour of John Taffer calling Trump. Hey, you know, you're a hospitality guy. I'm a hospitality, hospitality guy. guy. And it was Trump basically rambling about uh, the tax deductions for restaurants. Okay. And I was like, what, is, what exactly is he talking about? By the end of it, you find out that what Trump is referring to is a 1986 tax reform mm-hmm. in which they cut business meal deductions from 80% to 50%. Well, why would they do that? Just so, just because you basically they make it so you can't write off entire uh, meals? business meals. Oh, I say, let them write off the meals. Is it the big? De- is this the biggest deal facing restaurants? I'm not so sure about that. That and that was um, Taffer hints at that. He says, "You only know we have a lot of people who are struggling right now." Yeah. Um, and then tax goes, or, uh, and then Trump goes, "Don't worry about it. I've, I'm taking care of tax deductions. They got rid of it. They got rid of it 20 years ago because because uh-huh. it was doing so well." So they, his big thing about improving the service industry and restaurant industry is bringing back that 30% where you could write off a cheeseburger with like 
uh, gold-plated french fries well, or whatever. you know when you work in a restaurant, the only thing you want to have for lunch is the food that's served out of that restaurant because you're not sick of it. Absolutely. You don't, you don't feel enslaved by it. You don't feel as if the chicken parm is actually your boss and it yells at you on a regular basis like you're the chef from Wet Hot American Summer. No, you're like, oh yes, give me more of the food that I have to stare at all day as customers yell at me. Well, so I looked up Trump uh, restaurant tax deduction. Trump has been on this <laughs> on this lunch tax deduction tip since April of this year. He has been, <laughs> he has been railing against this, you know, this free business meal uh, thing since April, since the beginning of about, coronavirus. Just talk about going to the source, though. Going right to the, you know, how, yeah. do, you, how do you get to a man's heart? Through his stomach. Through his tax deductions. Through his tax deductions. And that's how he got Lil Wayne. All right. So he got Lil Wayne. He also got Kid Rock. This is Donald Trump Kid Rock. We've known that for a long time. However... I am actually giving the edge this year of in celebrity endorsements to Joe Biden because Donald Trump has someone that I despise even more than Lena Dunham supporting him, Takashi 69. Oh, wow. I can't support Takashi 69. I can't support any candidate. Just let's say I was on the fence and I find out Takashi 69 supported Donald Trump. I got to go the other way because you know what his name is? Takashi Snitch 9. I don't like him one bit. That's right. He's a bitch and he does not uh, deserve any amount of success, and I'm surprised that he is still allowed to walk around uh, the streets of New York. Who knows how long that lasts? But I believe that because Takashi 69 supported Donald Trump, he's guaranteed to lose. Therefore, Biden gets the edge on celebrity endorsements, such as Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Isn't that amazing? The Rock supporting Joe Biden. Harry Styles is supporting Joe Biden as well. I'm not sure exactly who that is, but apparently he's very famous. Rosanna supporting Trump, and we knew that from the very beginning. And I don't know if this is for sure or not, but I believe Nicolas Cage is supporting Joe Biden. Do you want to know why I think that? I thought Nicolas Cage was ambivalent to earthly human matters. He usually is, but I believe he's going to support Joe Biden because evidently there was going to be a movie about Joe Biden and Nicolas Cage was going to play him. This is in 2013, oh. and I believe because of that, uh, Nicolas Cage, if, if Joe Biden is president... Perhaps Nicolas Cage does the biopic, and my God, would that shake the very foundation of this country in the most positive way? He could do like a face-off movie, but it's it's Joe Biden getting that facelift. Or Absolutely. And remember face-off, everyone was so excited, and now everyone just does it with the app. You don't even have to carve the person's face off. I know, anymore. right? That's bullshit. Anyway, so those are just a few celebrity endorsements. I think the 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 through line for the Trump celebrity endorsement is a, and I don't even mean this like jokingly, I think the celebrities that endorse Trump have lost touch with the common man. It's I, possible. I think it's, it's it, which is indicative of Trump as a man himself. He ran on this idea of, Helping the forgotten man in America in 2016. You think Kid Rock has forgotten what it's like to be the common man? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> you know what? He used to, back in the early 2000s, or back in the, the late 2000s, rather, he used to get in fights with paparazzi. Well, he was a very cool guy. He used to be like, you know, he used to be more like a rough and tumble. Now he's like talking about running for uh, governor Senate. of Michigan or something. Um, yeah, but then he realized that that's like going to be a nightmare for him because his whole lifestyle would have to change and it would suck. But I think this does, I mean, I think the, the type of <laughs> the type of celebrity that follows Trump 
is completely out of touch. I mean, the whole reason Lil Wayne. What do you mean, John Voight uh, follows? John Voight. He was great in Anaconda. He was. He did Scott have an amazing death scene in Anaconda where he was burped up by an Anaconda. And I don't. Again, this is why I always try to separate politics from people because I love Kirstie Alley. I love Kid Rock. I really do. I think they're great. I love Brett Favre. But you know, of course, people are allowed to have their difference of opinions. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson—they're going for Biden. And if I say if it's good enough for the man who played Mr. Rogers, it is good enough for this country. And again, you all know, I feel like it's just time for a bit of a pump the brakes, a bit of a pause for the nation well, as we can heal and uh, hopefully we don't forward. know what's going to happen no idea. on Tuesday. But I think there's a small like no idea. indication of where Trump's head is anyway, is the fact that he canceled his election night party. So he is going to remain in his room <laughs> in the White House on election night, surrounded by his closest ghouls and goblins. Oh, there you go. He and Stephen Miller are going to have a good time together, I suppose. But it is like the end of Downfall. So he's, he's doing the old hiding in the bunker. Hiding in the bunker, perhaps. We shall see. No idea what happens uh, Tuesday, November 3rd. But I just want to thank everybody who has been listening over the past year and a half or even before that. It's been a crazy ride. I really hope from the bottom of my heart that you're more informed, that you're more engaged. Um, and again, despite differences that we have from time to time, it really doesn't matter as long as you're trying to get the greater good out there and trying to help as many people as possible. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we did we did everything we could do and uh, we tried to be as honest as possible and stay true to ourselves. And uh, it's amazing that we're here. It's incredible that the it's I just honestly, we've been talking about this for so long. It's amazing that November 3rd is coming right around the corner. And um, yeah, wow. Time is time is definitely ticking forward. So and we shall see what happens. And if anyone tells you they know the answer, they're lying. Nobody knows. And um, it's going to be uh, hopefully something that we can. Hopefully it's uh, decisive enough of a victory where we can know on this Tuesday, otherwise it may take a little while, but no matter what, with all the early ballots cast, we should have a fairly good sample size and we should be able to see the direction of the electorate uh, by November 3rd. Yeah, I think um, we should so be able to tell We should be able gist. to read the, yeah, we should be able to, hopefully, and as Travis uh, talked about earlier, when it comes to the Supreme Court, obviously Amy Coney Barrett, we didn't even mention this, but 5248, we knew oh, yeah. she was going to be uh, confirmed, we knew she was going to be a justice on the Supreme Court, so... Um, who knows? Hopefully we don't have 2000 repeating itself in 2020. And I really just hope the American people get to get to decide uh, this election. And uh, it's not in the hands of the courts, because as we know, that's where um, a lot of uh, a lot of politicking and a lot of corruption can and does occur. And if Trump wins, uh, it'll not be for again, not for popular it's not because a lot of people voted for him. It's because we have just sort of witnessed the most severe case of voter disenfranchisement in our lifetimes. Well, and that's why I was very happy with what the NFL did and what the NBA did, opening up those polling stations. We really have to get people absolutely allowed to vote, and uh, we need more polling places. And, of course, that goes back. You know, it's funny. We talk about, like, go out and vote and imagine being a, a felon who got arrested for a weed charge 15, 20, 30 years ago and you can't vote. And we need we need people to have uh, the full franchise because without that, we are not living up to our 
expectations of being the land of the free. And we have a lot of work to do. If you think about the prison industrial complex, what's going, what's going on with the immigration, we're going to continue to talk about all of that stuff. If Biden does end up winning the presidency, we're going to hold his feet to the fire and, uh, and make sure he does the things that he promised to do, because I completely understand people being disillusioned, people being angry. He is the architect of a lot of horrible policies, hopefully. And Kamala is the exact same way, but hopefully, uh, he will be, uh, he will be beholden to the people that put him in office and the people who really have faith that his administration can make massive strides in, the, in, a, in a proper direction when it comes to criminal justice and those sorts of things that, you know, without a doubt, he had a hand in, in messing up. So we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, anyway, Travis, any other parting words before we get out there and see what the results are? If, if Trump wins, I'm joining Nexium. You're joining? Nexium is yep. gone? No, not in Mexico. It's still in Mexico? Yep. Really? I'm going to join... Do they not get Netflix out there? Yeah, I'm going to go by El Vanguardio. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, again, no matter what, uh, hang in there. We're going to get through anything, whatever it is. We'll get through it together. And thank you all so much for the support over these uh, past months. All right. Uh, hail yourselves, everyone. We will talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed.